Welcome to The Podcast is Real. It's time for a Geek Rewind. Gas up the DeLorean. We're going back. 1984. The year is 1984. The world is divided into just three nations, Oceania, Eurasia, and East Asia. And Oceania is ruled by the party and adheres to the theory and practice of oligarchical collectivism. Lorded over by Big Brother, who is watching you at all. No, I'm kidding. That's actually the book, 1984, by George Orwell. My bad. I got the wrong notes here. Hold on. Let me get over here. Ah, yes, 1984. Everything's fine. Everything's great, actually, right now in 1984. And Apple, however, capitalizes on the themes of that classic novel to release their famous commercial where everyone is subdued by Big Brother and that Olympian throws the hammer through Big Brother's big screen face to announce the arrival of the Apple personal computer. And it's still widely described as one of the best commercial spots of all time. You should YouTube it if you haven't seen it yet. And you could have one of those Apple personal computers in your home for just $2,500, by the way. Just $2,500, you could have an Apple personal computer. And guess what? That's still how much it costs today. So nothing's changed. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, in 1984, Bob Geldof brought together the likes of Phil Collins, Bono, Sting, Paul McCartney, and more to form Band Aid and record Do They Know It's Christmas, which is either one of your favorite or your absolute most hated Christmas songs. There is no in between. But it did raise millions for Ethiopia. The Summer Olympics were in Los Angeles that year, which is kind of a bummer to think about because it reminds me this year's Olympics were postponed. Uh, They'll resume next summer in Tokyo. But since the U.S. boycotted the 1980 Moscow Olympics, the Soviet Union boycotted the Olympics in 1984. Interesting. And in space news, Utah loves the space news. So I was... I love the space news. Discovery made its maiden flight, which was exciting. And that earlier that year, Challenger went up and did the first untethered spacewalk. No tethers, just propulsion backpacks. Pretty sweet. And elsewhere in space, in a galaxy not so far away, especially if you can traverse a time distortion field, some evil Templars clad in legit chainmail like Templars and a bunch of pirates dressed like, well, actual swashbuckling pirates are battling for the most valuable element in the universe at the time, water. A film made by MGM originally intended to be a serious sci-fi epic called The Water Planet with a whopping $20 million budget, would find that budget chopped to about $8 million, and the director said he could make it happen if they changed it to a comedy. True story. Combine that with a major TV star, a brief cameo by Hollywood royalty, two daughters of Hollywood royalty, an NFL star, and one Ron Perlman, and a bunch of rubber robot suits, and you've got yourself the 1984 cult classic, The Ice Pirates. Released in March of 1984, it would go on to make $14 million plus worldwide, which isn't a terrible sum. It still came in behind Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, the breakdancing sequel that has since ruined every number two sequel since in the minds of every geek who can't stop adding Electric Boogaloo after the two, right? Spider-Man 2, Electric Boogaloo, everything. You get it. But 1984 was a big year for movies. Let's talk about real quick some of the other movies that came out in the top that year. Temple of Doom led the box office that year. Indiana Jones, uh, Beverly no Hills Cop, Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Karate Kid, Huge year for wow. for movies. But yeah. somehow, despite all that, the Ice Pirates has remained a nostalgic gem for many. Why do you suppose that is, Nightmage? Listen, I mean, that was an impressive list of movies. Like, all those are just blockbusters. But Ice Pirates, man. Like, listen, I was five years old when this came out. And I probably watched it when I was, like, seven for the first time. And I didn't understand it. 
honestly. Like, I, I didn't know what the heck I was watching. I didn't understand any of the jokes. I just, it just was visually pleasing. And then, probably watched it again when I was 12, 13. So then I got, I, you know, kind of got some of the more jokes, some of the jokes. And then watching it again, like in college, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I get it all now. And it's, I don't know. That movie just holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> um, space herpes will always be like, my, my biggest fear. <laughs> and, and the one thing I do actually remember and thinking about in college watching it was like, wait a minute. At the end of the movie, they found Earth. Mm-hmm. That's right. So maybe we're like the descendants of the ice pirates. Like they... The, <laughs> Right, we never get to see exactly what happens when they land. Like that's the right. I was waiting for Ice Pirates too, right? Oh, like, we need we need Ice Pirates too. I, I did actually read that the director didn't know, but they cut a scene at the end of that, so it ends with them still on the ship, right? And the credits start yes. rolling. Yeah. Apparently, they fly over Malibu, and everybody's down on the beach, and there's people down there and all that stuff, and they they're looking out over Malibu, and it's like. So they pull Earth. like a Battlestar Galactica where they Apparently, arrive at Earth. And Earth. they cut that out of the uh, theatrical version, which made him very mad. I just thought I that was I did not know that. Interesting that's bit of trivia crazy. there. Yeah, but that's... So, well, I didn't know that it was also supposed to be serious at first, but then when they... They, that, dro- they, they literally took $12 million dollars away from the budget, and he's like, uh, how about we make it funny? <laughs> <laughs> Because nobody's going to believe that any of this is supposed to be, you know, taken seriously with that budget. And so, yeah. It def- the, the, the low budget definitely shows. They definitely embrace it many times. What were yeah. your first impressions, Utah? Oh, God. I don't remember seeing this in the theaters. I remember seeing the trailers or the previews for other, you know, before other movies. And I remember the poster. And um Gosh, wow, what a mishmash of stuff this movie <laughs> is. But I've, uh, somehow I found myself not wanting to turn away. I will say I kept on expecting Avery Brooks to, co- Avery Brooks to come out somewhere and go, Spencer, because <laughs> Robert Urich played Spencer in Spencer for Hire, and so he was always that detective in my head. Um, but yeah, it's just how everything is so old school with the Templars dressed like knights with chain mail and the swashbuckling um, <laughs> pirates. And I, I don't know. It there's, was, um, there's a distinct Monty Python feel. At, yeah. At that I was going to say there's, 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 when they, they were they, in the original costumes yet in space, I thought that was kind of interesting was, and guns and, and, and all the robots were obviously guys in rubber suits, which I thought was hilarious. Um, and then the ending, what the heck? I don't think, is there any other movie that does that sort of real-time time distortion that they tried to do? Oh, we, we're going to talk about that. We, <laughs> what, let's, let's come back that to that. that was nuts. <laughs> because that's like the finale of the movie. So for, for those who haven't seen the movie yet, and they've not heard anything else we've said <laughs> since you said Space Herpy. So they're like, what did he just say? Yes, there is. A, it's a scene straight out of Alien. They were obviously a parody of Alien. Uh, and yeah, yes. it was a, a little creature um, that was the space surfing. But we'll get back to that. But one of the great things about having Aaliyah on the show is that we have a younger person that we can force to watch all these nostalgic movies that were for us. We saw when we were kids. I wanted to be able to have someone who can say whether or not 
these it movies hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's just our addled nostalgic brains that, you know, bring it uh, to the forefront. So I'm going to, before we move on and talk about some of the other things, let's just get kind of first impressions from Aaliyah. What? And I, that was what, that was my question the entire time. What in the heck? Why <laughs> did they watch this? But then I, as I, when I first started it, I was, it reminded me almost of like um, that original power, the introduction to the Power Rangers, you know, like when oh, like nice. the, the credits yeah. go up, yes, you know? Yes. And then as it's going, you know, I just keep thinking this is going to be so boring. Just like, I'm sorry, guys, if this is very offensive to you. No, this is how why I you're feel here. about Star Wars. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, okay yeah. <laughs> I thought but, she was saying but, that the ice pirates but a was but, boring. Right? But, I thought but that was the offensive part. But. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone out there, it's only because I, I started watching Star Wars and I fell asleep. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> but this one I finished. And I have to say one of my favorite parts was just when was that desert scene. And I know I mentioned this to you guys earlier. was the desert scene when the robot originally got ran over. And then, oh, yes, you know, Percy. He, <laughs> you know, he gets back up thinking it's all done. And then he just lays right back down. It was very comical. Will I watch this again? Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you recommend this to a friend that just wants a good laugh or just to experience this for the very first time? Absolutely. Yeah. That is my first take. But consistently I ask myself, what? Yeah. I mean, you got to go in knowing that this is, this is silly, right? It's supposed to be silly. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. And once, once you get past that, then everything just kind of, it becomes just, you know, a farce, which is what it is. It's a satire of, of all these space movies. And there are little, there are little Easter eggs that are kind of like homages to other films that came out at that time or even before Personally, I think I might have seen it on HBO or one of those. You know what I mean? I don't remember seeing it in theaters either. Yeah. It was probably one of those that came out on cable. And then I would watch it every time it came on. And and I got to admit, like, it, a large part of it is because of that time loop scene at the end, the time travel. It's, when they go nuts. through the time distortion, I, I remember just laughing my butt off. I mean, I still do. Like, I had watched it again. Before we, you know, do that, every time we do these, I try to watch the movie again so I can, again, I'm looking at it, trying to look at it with Aaliyah eyes, right? I want to like, okay, what what do people who who don't have the the nostalgia that I did seeing it as a kid, you know, now what are they thinking? And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's it's crazy, it's out there. But man, that time loop scene is still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like, like what 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 did the director tell the actors? What were they doing? Right? Like, yeah. did the director just say, okay, this is the scene, just go right through it, and, and or did he actually tell them, okay, so this is what's actually happening? Because I don't even I, I don't know which way would have been easier for the actors to to actually do. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really interestingly edited too, like the way they speed, yeah, the speed editing up and catch up and yeah, yep, yeah, yep. it's actually a really really cleverly designed kind of scene. I but bet it's it inspired also Christopher so, Nolan. It's also super chaotic. <laughs> it's a, it's funny just to watch them, and then all of a sudden they're old, and like the way they act old <laughs> is. <laughs> It's almost like they're overacting, but I guess that's that's kind of the that's just that's the enduring nature of it. Like it's right that goes with the tone of the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's, well, it's yeah, that's great. Well, by the final point, when 
uh, when they're at their oldest, right before you know the sun right swings sun down in to save them. Right. It's actually old older actress actors and actresses. Right, they're, they're that, totally different. Actors, they're different yeah. people at that point. When uh, Roscoe's hair is like, big I think that's probably the funniest part. It's like. He, like the growing beards, like nobody can get a haircut. It's kind of like COVID-19 time if it was to, you know, take right. longer, right? right. right. Everybody's oh hair gets longer and beards are down to their knees. And and that part just cracked me up. That was the funniest thing. And then, you know, going back to the space herpes scene, when they finally mention it to character oh, to, Killjoy, to Killjoy, when they mention it to him, or they're, they're telling the story and he's leaning on the, on the wall. And they say, yeah, it's uh, space herpes is loose on the ship. And he like pulls his hand away from the wall real quick. Like he's going to catch it (laughs) from touching the wall. Like I just, something about that just made me crack up. Like I was just like, that's the funny, like that was a great reaction. It was just real subtle, but it was like, oh, like, oh, I don't want to touch anything. Like you're standing on the, on the hull, right? You know, so you're still in the (laughs) ship, but it was just, yeah, I just thought it's like, and it's like, how can you catch it? It's a little worm. Like you're not going to. Do you, if you touch things, does it become? Yeah, I, I do appreciate. It's never that, established but... how this is spread. I feel well, like no, it's no. It's more and confusing it than COVID nineteen. <laughs> right, right, and I I do appreciate that they you know they they had the attention to detail to call it a a space herpy, not space herpes because there was only one. Right. <laughs> yeah, I that appreciate that. I love how it has that little face on it though. Yeah, <laughs> that, that right <laughs> when it pops out of the turkey or whatever, it actually has a little face. <laughs> But when it was like first coming out of the egg, it looked <laughs> very inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you could say that about a lot of things in this movie. Well, the movie right? takes, yeah. does does push the innu- innuendo envelope quite a bit. I think it does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not very subtle many times. <laughs> well, even when um the the intimate scene between the princess and uh, what's his name the jason 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 yeah the intimate scene and the rain started falling out of nowhere and i was, I was well, they're, they're in no, an environmental that, chamber it was like a, yeah it was environmental tape so oh, was, which, which basically him. was just a, a, a projector on the wall <laughs> right i'm like so we have better than that in, in, and backer look at how they filmed the mandalorian and yet in the future well i don't know at first when she was saying that which she, when she asked him what is it called and he says the name and I, you know, originally yeah. my mind goes straight to the gutter and I was just like, and then all of a sudden I realized what she was talking about. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> this was just a very weird situation. And then when, and I'm going forward to that time, time-lapse thing, the time-lapse scene, when the sun come, the sun, you know, swings in on the ice. And I just think Jason did not know his son at all throughout right. that entire time. Right. And then he comes over and hugs his mother and father. And I'm just thinking, how do you even know that's your father? Because you right. met they him when you were a baby. They yeah. don't know each other. And that was a huge baby, right? That was yeah, there's baby. no way she birthed that baby. I know. Well, I'm assuming that <laughs> well, more time, because they tell him that, that she's pregnant. And then when he shows right. up, then, he's born. But he's not born. He's like almost a year old or something. He's huge. He's like so that's op- so that that must be the whole time. Just I guess. Thing. But I was just like, that's <laughs> like that poor woman, and she looks great <laughs> for having birthed right. that giant baby just now. And then the grandma was dead out in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the nanny. Oh, oh man, yeah, that was. She comes out and finds it. that was actually kind of sad. Um, but yeah, it was uh, at the the I think. Probably one of the things that stand out the most, probably to 
to me. And, and I would, I would guess maybe to Utah and uh, Michael as well, it, it, because we're, we're men, the little chomping castrating machine that they have the to go through at the beginning. Castration machine. Yeah. That yeah. was, that was still, that's still one of the most frightening things I've ever watched. <laughs> and it's never quite clear that they, that they escaped it. You know what I mean? Like she does say it will happen. Like, but, but for a split second, you're like, wait, what happened? He really went through it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was very uncomfortable to watch. Their voices weren't high. So that's how we know they. <laughs> so something that was also always weird to me was, all right, they, <laughs> the servants had those really tight pants on. Yes. And they had the big cups. Yeah. Yes. Like I was always, I was always confused by that. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought they're cast. Like, why are they like, <laughs> why do they have this huge bulge? Just like, for this... appearances, I guess. <laughs> I, would, I don't know. I, I just love the fact that, you know, they, they, they get off the factory line, and the first thing that happens is this old lady, like, senses up the pants and push, right. pulls them up. And, <laughs> how does that feel? It feels fine. <laughs> Why are they talking like women? Because but they're they still dressed ca- like men. Uh, they got castrated, so. Yeah, they lost oh. their manhood. The myth is, you know, once, once you get castrated, you lose yeah. all the hormones that... And yes. the voice suddenly goes up. This yeah. was the eighties where yeah. we really didn't have that type of science. We didn't know. We really didn't, we, didn't, right? we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't really think through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Was... The cast was I like I had no the cast idea. Was great. I to- totally forgot Ron Perlman was in there. John Carradine? Really? I mean John wow. Carradine was the, the well, and when I said Angelica there was Houston. There were da- daughters of uh Hollywood royalty. Angelica Houston obviously is the daughter of daughter John, John Houston. Um Mary Crosby is the daughter of Bing Crosby. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and she played the princess. So there's Hollywood royalty. Quite Did she pedigree. do anything else? And pretty Actually. much everybody in that movie um, was also at some point on Dynasty or Dallas. One of the so, <laughs> as I was so doing some cross referencing through IMDb, I found that to be the common denominator. So it they, sounds like they all made appearance through there somehow. What's that? It was about who you knew. Probably, yeah, a lot of yeah. that. But it's a pretty diverse cast, though, really, like all across the board, yeah. like throughout the entire movie. Like it was I mean, already it has more uh, black people than Star Wars did. Right. Did. <laughs> hey, and they had the, the black robot. And he was like, right. Oh, Can I ask that. why you Can ask why the black robot? Yeah, he but unfor- perfect. <laughs> except unfortunately, the black robot is a pimp, which is not exactly well, the kind no. of thing that they- I did. I did like how you like you said, there's so many, so many uh, homages or or. Uh, uh, copies of of other movies in there, like you know, right when they get back to the pirate uh, planet, it's all very much a recreation, a, a really cheap recreation of the cantina scene where you've got like camera angles of an alien's back of their head, and then they turn profile to the head, and then there's like another one over here. It's very reminiscent of the cantina scene in mm-hmm. Star Wars, except lower budget, <laughs> or maybe not. Actually, I don't know. Maybe not. I, <laughs> yeah, they really only had like two different. Two, two different aliens, I think, in the whole thing. And yep. One was the guy with the weird nose that was the in the toilet. The, and then yeah. they had several more of him in the bar. And then yep. there was the frog lady. Yeah. And her. Frog man her, and like, frog lady. Yeah. The tongue. Whenever she, like, went to kiss Jason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, that was kind of great. The, but uh, I don't think that I want them to, like, change. And if they were to remake it, I would still want it maybe just, like, better graphics, you know? Just, <laughs> just better but n- not change the humor because i appreciated that right still kind of make it silly but 
that's the whole like thing with the humor and how like I, I, I even back then it just it looked terrible, <laughs> but yes. I think th- it it worked. Like the humor and it having the way it looked, it just went together. So I think actually even having that humor and and, and you know, better CG and stuff, I don't know. Like I don't think it. Yeah, I think I think it would be a lot tougher to get that kind of low budget humor vibe now, just yeah. because technology is so good. Right. Um, well, one thing that I do appreciate, and I saw a video, I think on Facebook or something, of just, um, of. Oh, why am I blinking on the the word? Um, the designs, not like graphics, not like After Effects, but like actual hand making. Right, the practical practical effects, the practical costumes, yeah. and set design. Set design. You know, I saw like a video of how you know they're just using a basic green screen. So I really appreciate that authenticity when it comes to those old school movies you know granted they're not as uh, you know as today's world or today's society as how we would necessarily view modern modern movies but i do appreciate the effort and probably how much time um went into all to everything the creation the creation process in it in general. Um, and I wish that we still kind of followed that those same roots today instead of just having it be all green screen, you know? I mean, I think one genre that, that kind of really speaks to that is the horror genre. Like if you look at horror movies in the eighties, it was all practical effects and they looked gruesome and they looked real and they looked, it just looked amazing. So and you know horror movies now, you know you can CG blood in and and that type of stuff, but it 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 doesn't feel real. You could tell it's CG. Like back, like watching the thing. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, the original. You know, the original thing. Well, the, not the having... original, the 1980 one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's been multiple. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. But the, not the, the one new one. Russell. The one that came not out. The, that, yeah. yeah. The one with Kurt Russell. Right. The one with Kurt Russell. But yeah, look at all those practical effects, man. Like. It holds up today and try, you know, doing that with CG, you can do it, but it just, it looks just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely loses an impact because I feel like something in our human brains uh, makes us able to recognize, Oh, that uncanny Valley kind of right. That uncanny Valley sort of thing where it's obviously post-production. Whereas when you've got the puppets, you know, it, it just seems that much more real and you're, you, you know, you just accept it. You, you, you suspend your disbelief that much more because of it. I mean, they did that with Baby Yoda and Mandalorian. They were going to make Baby Yoda CG, but, but, you know, Werner Herzog said no. <laughs> and you don't. And the, yeah. Speaking of puppets, you remember in the desert scene, desert scene yeah. and those like, <laughs> those little, those little things those just like popped up out of the ground. dogs or something. <laughs> yeah. And I, lo- I love that the the guy had the slingshot every time. Like, Psh, yeah. <laughs> so you, one of the other things that I thought was really interesting when you mentioned practical effects is some of the little, uh, I will call them droids because there are robots that were like warriors, but there were, there were a couple of little, I guess I would say droids because they're smaller. And I, I mean, I know that's not what they're called in this, but just to separate them, um, the little guy that, um, you know, kept trying to stop Jason from taking the princess. Right. And it took like a sheet. <laughs> and he and keeps it like, in the, you know, like spins his head around. The poor guy's like, whoa. <laughs> and he puts a, a handkerchief over his head. 
like that was obviously remote control or something, but they, you know, that was actually, they had to build that, you know what I mean? It was kind of yeah. cool. And the trash can bot with the tongue. Oh, the garbage bot. Yeah. That, yeah, like, yeah, yeah it did yeah. not even look like a real tongue. No, it looked like well, a paper mache. It, it was just, <laughs> but it was just a spinning thing. It was spinning on like a, almost like a lawnmower type yeah. blade or something. And mm -hmm. it, so it looked like a robot would look. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they had some fun with those, but they had to build, build, you know, they didn't have to build those robots, but they did it because it was, it added a little element and it was kind of cool. Can you imagine though, if they'd had $20 million, what they might've done. And part of me does wonder like, where is that original script? And is there a serious ice pirates movie that we could, you know what I mean? That's worth making. Like that would be, you want the director's cut. No, no. I mean like, like what Let's if, not do what this if we did like anymore. a serious version now? <laughs> Ice Pirates director's cut. Start that hashtag. <laughs> do it. Oh man, there's too many of those. Now, now, now they're asking for the Schumacher cut. Let's. I let's, saw uh, that, and Batman I can't forever. That's a I, legitimate thing. I can't thing take that for. seriously. Has that been corroborated? Are the people actually asking for Schumacher? No, apparently cut? there's a 170 minute cut of the movie, and uh, now they want it. If you mention it, they want it. But my my point is, what if we, like, instead of remaking Ice Pirates, because who wants to do that? This movie's a classic, right. and but you actually can actually take the it. original series. Instead, script. let's let's see, let's actually make us the serious one that they were. You know, like I think that right. would be interesting. It'd be it would be like Mad Max in space, basically, because they're all looking for right, water. Right, because it's about water yeah. instead of petrol. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it could be kind of interesting. I don't know. Just uh, well, I'm going to say, um, I am curious as to what happens once I get to earth. And once I saw that it was earth, I was like, go figure. Of course it's earth, you know, but I am curious once I get here, does she find her father? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot happens? of questions left uh, hanging at the end of this. Like that's, well, we know thing. she's pregnant. So, right. We know that she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, and does that mean <laughs> and the that son looks exactly like the dad, look, it's like grow up dead look ringer for that's kind of creepy. It's kind of weird. Like, I mean, you know, my kids have a slight resemblance to me or my wife and some, but he's, but they're not, none of them. But it, it's like, <laughs> it's like a twin. It's not like, a, it, it's not like I'm going to see one Love of them. Go, oh my gosh, Jeff, you're like <laughs> Jeff from college. Yeah. yeah. My son, you run into my son and it's like, wait a minute. Yes. I went like, back in time. What? I found but then also I did the, have a time loop and here I am. There you go. See what the heck. And then it begs the question, are we surrounded by that huge time distortion field? And that's why. Uh, we haven't discovered any life anywhere else. It's yeah, just... must be. Well, of course it is, because it it said so in the movie. So mm. it, it makes, makes me think sense. of Interstellar. Mm. There you go. See, Christopher Nolan was inspired by this <laughs> yeah. movie. Well, we already. <laughs> I'm already assuming that Tenet is completely based on the time loop scene in that movie. That's what I think is is we're gonna find out. Like it's entire. <sighs> It's going to be so exactly now right. the new theory is that actually Tenet and Inception are based in the same universe. Right. I've heard that it's kind of like the, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of some sort of trilogy sort of thing. Interesting. Um, I'm curious because Tenet is a palindrome. And so I think yeah. the movie will be a palindrome. I think so you too. can actually watch it. Well, he's already done words. that with Memento, right? He yeah, told, I was going to say, it's, it's he told very much that like story Memento, backwards, told that which story was backwards. amazing. And, and then on the, I think on the Blu-ray, if he starts and ends this movie, yeah, the same way. So, that's just something that sounds like something he would do, right? It, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very curious uh, about this, this film. So, so before we wrap up some of our nostalgia here, I do want to share a couple of interesting trivia bits that I found. Um, 
Kevin Costner apparently was originally uh, offered the role of Jason, and he turned it down. Surprisingly, Um, (laughs) that's why he went and did Waterworld. He was mad. He 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 did. That's right. He did Waterworld. um, Not the same year, but yeah, water. That's it's funny you mention that because that's what I was thinking too. It's like. Wait, is Waterworld basically what Ice Pirates was? <laughs> you know, like it's like the extreme the Ice Pirates. Ice like it's like now instead of a lack of water, it's like that's all we have is water. <laughs> so I'm going to go the other direction and make my own movie. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of interesting. Uh, I want to, I'm going to really quickly look and see what Co- Kevin Costner was doing in 1984 wow, you, to see what, what he turned it down Kevin for. Kevin Costner would have looked like in a pirate outfit. He would have turned it down for. Oh, okay. My bodyguard? Bodyguard? Is it, no. Is this Kevin Costner? That would have been 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Later. No, 84. Wow, he wasn't really making... Maybe American Flyers. That came out in 1985. But he was in uh, Shadows Run Black. Have you heard of that? No. Nope. No. But you heard of Ice Pirates. See Kevin Costner? See what you turned down? Anyway. But yeah, that's we don't know what... <laughs> who knows what he was thinking. But, you know, Robert Urich was is Jason forever now. I'm just really sad Avery Brooks wasn't there in this movie. I yeah. just really feel like Avery Brooks would have brought something. That would have been kind of fun. I mean, yeah, especially if it's about who you know. Like, he could have been one of the other pirates. Or, uh, you or he could have been the eye patch guy, like the, the enemy of Jason instead. That would be kind I of cool. I just want him to come on the screen and then say, Jason. <laughs> like he would say Spencer. Yeah. The um, here's a, Here's an interesting bit of trivia. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but. There is a very famous person who is rumored to have a cameo. He's listed in IMDb. Uh, people, uh, somehow this rumor has started, and but yet there's no one who can find him in the movie anywhere. Is and it that's Tommy Wiseau? Max, yeah. <laughs> Max von Sydow. What? Is supposedly. Okay, now, now I've got to go back and rewatch. It says here in the trivia, Max von Sydow, who has a cameo as a bounty hunter, not in that bounty hunter scene, not in the scene on the, the desert planet, because he's definitely, unless it was cut, you know what I mean? But he's it definitely not cut. one of the guys that he knocks off the car. I, I went right. back and frame by frame through that because I wanted to see. Um, and then I went to the bar and frame by frame through the bar. Like, that, I figure that's the other place that he, he might be just sitting in the background or something. I and could not find it? him. And I even Googled, like, people. And so there's literally people trying to find Max von Sydow in this movie. Like, it's it's this mystery um, but it's the where as well, though. Right. That's and right. IMDb is not the only place that has confirmed this. Like there's lots of sources that say so he's supposed to be in the movie, but oh I think they're gosh. all just sourced just, from each other. Or somehow, from each other. You know what I mean? right. But cause he is not in there that I could find. So if anybody's listening and they can screenshot Max von Sydow in this movie, and I don't mean Photoshop it because that's what I was going to do. Maybe but, he's got <laughs> a lot of creature makeup or something. If you can, maybe he will. Yeah, maybe he was under makeup. Who knows? But you know how Simon Pegg was in one of those Star yeah, Wars yeah. movies, right? But if someone can prove to me that he was actually in there, if you can screenshot and, and get that on the internet, you literally will be the, the person who broke that clear because no one else can find him. And so it's Photoshop a, it's a mystery. In. Yeah, here's another one cameo Max von Sydow, one of the bounty hunters in the desert. It's everywhere. The internet wow. seems to think he's in this movie. He's not that I could find. So, and I poured over it today because I desperately wanted to be the one that proved where he was. I was going to put that screenshot like, out there. It's, that's like Sinbad making a genie movie, right? That everyone remembers. Yeah, go see Ice Pirate. Go see it. Go 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 out to see it. Everyone can just <laughs> just run out to the theater now and see Ice Pirates. No, seriously. Go to the drive-in. Um, 
<laughs> you should definitely check out Ice Pirates. It's um, it is not streaming right now. I have tried to find it streaming. Um, you can buy a digital copy or you can rent it from Amazon Prime for like two ninety nine or something like that. I wonder that. if but Redbox has it. I probably, probably not. not. Yeah, it is a lot of fun, as you've heard. Um, Aaliyah, it stands up, right? I mean, it's still kind of funny. I mean, when you once you know what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it is very humorous. I think it is a pretty decent movie. I would recommend watching it for the first time. Um, and actually, there was one thing that I did want to mention really quick, just sure. because I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, you guys remember the scene when that creepy old man, the one that was like chasing after them, um, the one that was following the princess around, what's his name? Yes, I know you're talking about. He always had like, he, always, he looked like a, a gold pope. He had the... yeah, 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 yeah. You remember whenever he goes into that like chamber room and there's all of those trees and. Oh, and you he's know. talking to the old guy. That yeah. Rests like a disco ball. Yeah. With the, with the bent hands. Yes, which I think is like he has like a some sort of a he's got some kind ailment, of ailment you know yeah. yeah um i am curious does anybody else know about those trees considering the fact that he's, there's like there's supposed to be no life out there but yet there's this oh, entire right. chamber of had, trees he, he had to go through like a scanner or something and a couple of different guards or something right so it's not yeah. like everybody could go there right and right. not only that where yeah like he had to empty out everything he had right but then it also makes me think, where did you originally get these trees? You know, well, did you like, you were you like the squirrel picking the acorns <laughs> or something before the world went? Well, this is know? around the galaxy and they, they are the Templars. So they've been the hoarding Templars. all the water. They yeah, have they water. hoard all the stuff. Like they have the luxury of that stuff. They're the conquerors. That's the reason the pirates are taking it from them is because they're hoarding. And here I am. Then, I'm, I'm going to explain. I'm, I'm literally trying to explain this low budget. Explaining and justifying. Well, see, actually, if you, the way the government works in this time period. No, it's that's totally a geek thing to do. I just did. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I would assume that that that's what's going on. Right. Because they had they have the water and everybody else done. It was a, it's a sign of luxury right these right, guys are the, affluence or power right or control or yeah low budget but <laughs> because because if on the on the other end of the spectrum down at the bar there's the guy doing the shoe shine uh and he says he says oh, sorry he about spit yeah he's like there's yeah. no, no spit left unless there's a shipment of water on that you know the tram that just came in or whatever right, mm -hmm. right, and right. so he didn't have any spit left and so he couldn't finish the spit shine i thought it was so yeah, that, that's how, if you're so poor that you don't even have saliva, you can't even like, you know, it was just kind of the, yeah. the difference between the two. Wow. It's like Snowpiercer. Yeah. Yeah. Except not on a train. No, not at all. <laughs> there's no greenhouse. Like there's no, this is artificial sun for, for a low budget. That, that scene was pretty good because, you know. That's, uh. that's where all the budget went actually was <laughs> buying the trees. <laughs> <laughs> they blew the budget on trees. They blew the budget on trees. Yeah. They bought all the trees and then they, and then they said, "Oh no, we cut your budget." And I'm like, "Crap. I already bought the trees. <laughs> we have the trees. Now what?" And you know, we you know who we didn't talk about was Bruce Valanche. Oh, that's right. Yeah. As Wendon, the, the, the guy with who was just a head. Just a head. Yeah. Um cuz he kind of steals the movie once he enters into it. Like he's pretty he's got, funny. He's, he's some got of his some, lines are he's pretty got some hilarious. Lines. He's got Ooh, some lines. Your, your girl's pregnant. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. He did I think he did steal some of the best lines at the end of that movie. Like he just yeah, when he, he finally did. came in. 
Um, I was not expecting him to be like just ahead though. Yeah. That was not at all. Came out of nowhere. If you grow your beard out a little bit more, Jeff. Yeah. Uh Really? Bruce? Really? Bruce Valance? Valance. Well, I had that. There's a cosplay for you. I would have to do the hair though. Like Like, I'd have to have like the bowl, not the bowl that, what is it? That uh, Dutch boy haircut kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've got wigs for that. But oh yeah, you just need like a silver collar. And then just get like a rubberized suit so you can be mm-hmm. his character on, on the robot body. And then just say and just say silly lines. Yeah. Like, oh, she's pregnant? Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please go up to somebody. Like I am begging you, please go up to somebody that is pre-pregnant. <laughs> and wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> with their husband standing right next to them. Nope. Oh, man. But here's the thing. When you say it. You got to make eye contact with him. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right, like right. direct eye Was it me? And just, don't blink. Just, just and don't blink. Yeah. Now we just need a con to happen, <laughs> which is not going to happen anytime soon. All right. Well, thanks to my guests, Night Mage. Again, we appreciate you rewinding. For, thanks for bringing up this movie, too, and helping us remember how great it was it's and true. recommending that. Uh, yes. Thanks to Aaliyah for being here and being our... Does it hold up, Judge? So we're get, I can't wait to show you some other movies. We're gonna we're gonna put some more movies in front of you and see what you think. <laughs> Exciting. Um, you're gonna have to be careful about the movie we do next week, though. Just like w- when you said about Star Wars, you better watch what you say about this one. We'll we'll talk about that next week, no though. Star so that's Wars. a little little bit of a teaser for anybody who's it's it's gonna be oh. it's it's kind of a, a a sacred cow in the geek community. Don't mess with it. But uh, um, Utah. Uh, thank you again, as always, for being my friend and being as on the always, show. Of and thank you. Join us next time. Don't forget our show, our regular show. The podcast is real. Is moved to Fridays. We'll be dropping a new episode on Friday. Uh, our guest will be Mike Mayhack, and then we will have another rewind the following Tuesday. We'll see ya. The podcast is real. Is a World Gone Geek production.